Welcome to episode number 199, No More Pain, part two. This is the Rotated Views podcast with Jimmy Lee and the crew, giving you life from various perspectives. Welcome to our level. We hope you enjoy the views. Brought to you by the Blessed Lifestyle brand. Visit bl3ssed.com to get blessed. Also sponsored by The Motivation Files Unleashed. This motivational mixtape will be your fuel for success. Available on all platforms. All right, you are now tuned in to the Rotated Views Podcast. I am your host, Jimmy Lee Velez. I'm here with Gabe, Goose, Heck, and Morris. No More Pain Part 2. In this episode, we have special guest Morris Derry. We cover topics that range from police brutality, systemic racism, equality, peaceful protest, and much more. We wrap the episode up with quotes from Harriet Tubman. Guys, if you're new, thank you for joining us. Don't forget to download and subscribe. We drop a new episode every Tuesday morning for your listening pleasure. Kicking things off some housekeeping items. Guys, we are doing this via Zoom. Thank you for the, you know, to the creators of Zoom. Um, but when it comes to the podcast, obviously the sound quality is not up to, you know, what we're typically used to. So please bear with us. Everyone's actually at their either home office or home residence. So if you hear background noise, dog, dogs barking, you know, kids in the background playing around, please forgive us. But it's just part of, you know, the process as we're going through this. The most important thing is that we're still providing you guys valuable content, and that's why we have guests like Morris Derry on. Morris, thank you for joining us, man. We appreciate it. Oh, I'm loving it, man. Thank you for having me again, man. Nice seeing you guys again. Absolutely, absolutely. All right, so you were featured uh, with us in episode 160, but for the folks who did not have an opportunity yet to check that out, please do. Um, let them know who you are and what you do. Uh, my name is Morris Derry. I am the founder of No More Pain Incorporated, which is a non-profit organization. It's a mentorship-based program. We assist homeless, people with addiction, domestic violence, and cancer. So we do a lot in our community um, with the homeless and the addiction mostly. Awesome. All right. So how did you specifically get in You know that industry and, and what made you want to start No More Pain? Oh, good, man. Like I told you guys before, I was incarcerated. Um in 95, I did five years in the state tree. Um, while I was incarcerated, I created this program that was supposed to help people stay out of jail. And when I got out of jail in 2000, I worked my own program. And, you know, grace to God, I've been out of jail since, you know. Um, and throughout my life, and when I got out of jail in 2011, you know, I came into a uh, random, uh, I came to some bad times for myself, man. And um, I really just started wanting to get back to communities and start getting out there and, and do I don't really want to do too much. I got a book coming out. It kind of explains, you know what I mean? You know, for sure. People, how I really came about this, but um, for 11 years now, I've been really hitting the ground hitting the pavement, trying to get back to the community, trying to deal with the homelessness and the substance abuse in our local area in Bucks County and in Philadelphia. <laughs> 2014, I finally got no more pain uh, recognized as a nonprofit organization. So we're five and one C three. We, you know, we're, we're, we're all legit now, so that's that's what makes it even better. You know what I mean? Absolutely, absolutely. And hey, when you come out with that book, we're, we're glad to have you as a guest again. Right, next month, man. It'll be out. It'll be out in the middle of July, man. It's called Kensington. Oh. Yeah. What's it called? I'm sorry. It's called Kensington. Nice, nice. Yeah. I like it. I like it. Very cool. Um, all right. So fast forward 
Um, obviously, if you guys want a little bit more details on Morris, check out episode 160. He kind of goes more in depth uh, for his non-process. But, but this episode kind of want to focus on uh, current events, so to speak. And, um, you know, I seen a post. Obviously, everyone knows there's a lot of stuff going on. Uh, but more importantly, one of the biggest topics, obviously, has been police brutality and racism, systemic racism, uh, you know, throughout the, our country. And there's a lot of protests that have been going on uh, with the recent events uh, that have been taking place. And you, for one, um, I remember just reading a post uh, basically last week is when the first time I saw it saying that you want to put a uh, peaceful protest together. Um, you know, to raise awareness on the issues that we face on a daily basis. Um, what made you want to do all this, man? Man, I'll tell you, man. I was, I was at my mom's house and we're sitting there and we're watching uh, the television, the news, and they were just showing everybody, you know, the rioting and the looting and the protesting. And, and at first, I was like, a, I was real angry, you know. Um, I wanted to get out there too and be a part of that nonsense. Um, you know, it's enough is enough. We keep saying and keep going through the same thing. So I was angry and I was frustrated as, just as, as many other people. And, um, you know, I, my mom was kind of like, what would Martin Luther King Jr. do? She has a big picture of him and stuff. So, you know, it was more like, you know what, you're right, mom. You know I mean? What can I do having no more pain as a platform that I can, um, <clears throat> do something that's peaceful, something that's unified and, you know, and, and, so something that we're including the community, police officers and things like that. So I reached out to a friend of mine. I don't know if you guys know Cora, but I reached out to a good friend of mine, Cora. And then she just touched me in place with these other uh, organizations. Um, the one organization is Woods uh, One. Uh, we work, we network with Yana. You are not alone. We work with the uh, concerned pastors of Bristol. And, you know, and, and then we added to the police departments and the community. We had community meetings before we did this. This all took place in within four or five days, you know, trying to put this this event together, this march together. You know, my biggest concern was just keeping it peaceful. Um, we wanted to do it last Tuesday, one, then we were going to do it Thursday. And, you know, the best thing was just waiting for the, the country to calm down a little bit um, and then just go out there and show them how strong Bristol is, you know. Bristol is already a strong community when it comes to dealing with racial issues, but they still have issues in our in Bristol, you know. So we, we sat down with the mayor and the chief of police and just came up together um, as a good way that we can do this, man. You know, and a lot of concerns were about was about it being peaceful. And I ain't gonna lie, the night before, man, I was up till like almost three o'clock in the morning, just being nervous that, like, hoping that Saturday would go just how it went, man, you know, and, and I'm grateful that and appreciate that it did. So, yeah. So, um, obviously, you know, the guys, guys here were, were, were there that day on Saturday. It was, it was yes. super powerful. And, and we, we just, I cannot, man, I'm sitting here getting the damn chills. I'm going to get emotional. Um, I cannot, I cannot describe to you the amount of pride that was displayed on Saturday. Um, just almost every single individual just had a sense of pride. I don't know how else there was emotion. There was some, but there was something else there, man. They were just proud that they were standing as one. Proud that they were getting a clear message across. Proud that leadership in the town. Proud that 
you know, leaders in the black community came together and organized something that was literally perfect. Um, yeah. And it just, I, man, I'm, I just keep getting chills over and over again. But I, I'm just so, I'm so proud of you, dude. I'm so proud of everything you guys did on Saturday. Um, it was all we talked about yesterday. Obviously, it's, it should be a conversation that goes beyond one or two days, but we're only a day out. <laughs> but, um, and, and it's, it was a, a conversation starter on everyone I interacted with because even last night, yesterday morning, I forgot to get the paper. And I ran out like 8.45 last night and went to Wawa just to grab the paper. You made the front cover to carry your I know. It was crazy. And, um, That's awesome. Yeah. And we'll get into that. But um, I, I just want to – I just – I know I don't want to get off topic too much. But I just want to say thank you, man, because, um, you know, we put together events, uh, small events, hundreds of people. What you put together was thousands of people. I don't know the exact count, um, but it was literally thousands of people. And it just went, in my opinion, flawless. And right. I think that was the sticking point for me that kind of almost even like messed a lot of people up because there was there was some negativity around it. And you know, you're on some of the forums. I didn't say nothing to you, but I saw you commenting on a couple things that you know, we just couldn't believe that there's still negativity after all this. We're saying right. that it's going to be positive. It's going to be positive. And there's still so much negativity that it was just kind of like, oh, my gosh, bro. Like, is this going to really happen peacefully? Like, is this going to is this going to you know, work? You know, like like you said, you read some of the, uh, the posts I'm making back. And, you know, you know, we're going to have those people, man. And again, you know, it's you know, it's our right to freedom of speech and all that stuff. So I don't really get too caught up in those that will frown upon something positive. You know, I try to I try to shoot them back with positivity. You know what I mean? As much as you can, because you know there, there's going to be those people, man. You know, no matter how far we come as a country, as a community, there's always going to be that one or two people that are going to find some fault in. Yeah. You know, for me, that event um, it was just it was personal for a lot of reasons. You know, because you know I'm I'm a light skinned black guy who came from Langhorn and he went to the Shamney High School, and there was only four of us in my my class of blacks um my family comes from it, you know um my, my family's one of the first african-american families in bristol so our name dairy's on that statue at the harry Tubman. so it's, it's really rooted you know in my blood and my grandma walked with martin luther king so um the reason why we decided to do bristol borough is because i knew that majority of the people in bristol were you know we're, we're, we're against racism. You know what I mean? Um, I lived out, I lived out, lived out and been out in Bristol my whole entire life. Um, so, you know, you, you meet people and you know people. Um, so I knew that that alone, that it would be a success. And then I knew that we may have a few people that were there to oppose them. And I don't know, I made a live video or a video of the day and I was like, they, they can come too. As long as they come in peace, you know. So the whole thing from the gate, when I first, we've all sat down as a team. It's like 12 of us sat down. I was like, I don't care what we do as long as it's peaceful, you know. And I sat down with the chief and the mayor of Bristol Borough, and I gave him my word. I was like, I'm giving you my word. It will be peaceful. And, you know, we, 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 we delivered that. It was emotional. It was for me when we. When we got down to the Harriet Tubman statue and I turned around and seen the sea of people behind me and they were still coming down pond onto the parking lot. 
I, I, you know what I mean? I always broke down right there. Like, you know, you know, they, they were telling me that well, the, the length of Buckley Street was full of people. By the time we turned off Bath, there were still people at the beginning of Buckley and uh, Beaver. So, you know, it's inspiring. Um, again, there was it, it wasn't just my me doing it. There's a lot of people involved in it. You know, it started as a little vision for mine real sec, uh, quick. You know, within two hours, you know, I got uh, 12 people ready to pound this out. And again, this morning I woke up to 30 messages from people um, all over my hometown, Langhorn Borough, that wants me to do something there. You know, so I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try. I just, I just don't want to be the front person no more. I had that. You know, I had that opportunity with Bristol. Um, so we're gonna sit down with hopefully Wednesday night and talk with Br uh, with Langhorn and see what we can do out there. Man, I'm from there, and I know. You know, um, I ain't gonna lie. When I wanted at first, I was thinking about doing it in Langhorn. But I knew that I thought that there'd be a lot more resistance, um, believe it or not. And hopefully, I was. Hopefully, I'm wrong. So we'll find out Wednesday. So I know one of the biggest things, um, and there's a conversation I had with my wife, conversation I had with my mom, and a conversation I had with my my brother. It was, and I obviously Gabe, and it was. I felt at one point when when right before everything got started, kind of when everyone was kind of mingling around, you had you know. Kind of not like a meet and greet, but you're like catching up with old friends you hadn't seen in a while for the first hour or whatever. Um, you, I just saw people stand stand around having conversations with such passion, and they were these were people. And there's a couple close people to me in my life that ordinarily are quiet people. They're very reserved people they're very you know just to themselves they don't really speak up much cool people very cool uh genuine real guys but when it comes to politics or religion or economics they don't really voice their opinion much and i felt like saturday it was like they had a time to speak it felt like they were speaking their mind for once their their voices were heard yeah yeah that that route that we took was designed we designed that route for a lot of different reasons. We went down Buckley Street for a reason, you know. Um, you know, and, and, and you want to go to those areas of your own community that you might think are, you know, or are down or out or whatever may be going through, and try to uplift them. And so that's why we went down certain streets um, in this march. But I think at the overall, when I again, when I go back and look at these videos and pictures, and I use our scene, all races, you know, you see everybody kneeling, the cops, the, the police departments kneeling. You know what I mean? And it, that's that's just an experience for us as a, as us as the organizers that we we all we all met to, uh, earlier yesterday and we're talking about it. it's just like wow did this really just happen? Like after everybody was gone um, yesterday, I went back down there um, and just reflect by myself at the statue. And then again, like when I turned around, look at that parking lot. I was like, wow, man. Like, I really just can't believe this happened. But I do want it to be something where, you know, people now when they go to that Harriet Tubman statue, they don't only just um, know why Harriet Tubman's there or the legacy that she left behind, but they can say, hey, June 6, 2020, you know, thousands of people came here to together as a community, as a one, to stand against something that's, you know, powerful, racism, you know, discrimination, police brutality, and hate. What what's wrong with the, you know what I mean like you can't take that away from Bristol Borough now that should be in their historical it's never been done in Bristol thank God you know what I mean but to be a part of that man it's just historic you guys you you guys are there you know you part you were all part of history yesterday we're all connected 
Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, yeah. that was a big. That was our conversations yesterday. I'm like, dude, this is. Yeah. It was literally like legendary. Um, it was unbelievable. And 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 one of the things I want to ask you was, and there was so much going on. And again, emotions were high in a good way. Uh, everyone felt like their voices were heard. Like you said, there. It was everyone was so cooperative. It worked out so well. It was so, it truly was so peaceful that even during the march, there was like a natural high that I felt like I wasn't even walking. I just felt like I was floating. Right, um, right, right. Yeah, like there was just a wild like, <laughs> sense of pride or passion. And I don't know, dude, it was all those emotions. You literally were like on a natural high. Like it was so, and the energy was such good energy. You're getting off everyone the vibes were crazy we're walking down the houses and, and or down the street and people standing on their porches holding up signs um it was just wild but the one thing i did want to ask you was um one of the speakers was that is an actual descendant of harriet tubman can you explain yeah, how that, that all came out yeah that was her great great niece i apologize because the dj was supposed to after we started the march he's supposed to get his stuff down to, to the statue but whatever happened so yeah. we really couldn't get her on there, but I know that um, she read a poem from somebody, and that we're going to get that transcript out of what she said and then put it online just because people were asking me what she said. But to have her there, and the craziest thing about having, um, I think her name is, uh, uh, last name is Davis. I'm sorry. God forgive me. I forget her first name. But um, I went back over there while people were leaving, and I spoke to her. And uh, she asked me my name, and I said, you know, Morris Derry, and she knew Derry, like she knew my family, and wow. um, that's that's kind of and, and another thing too. Um, the day before it started, um, you know, you know, you know, you know, my my pop wasn't always there. I didn't really have too many older gentlemen in my life that kind of was like you know proud of me or something. But I was at the Harry Tubman statue the day before, and uh, an older black gentleman was out there cleaning up, getting it ready for us, and um. He happened to be at the, one of the community meetings we had. And again, my name, Derry, you know, he knew my family from Langhorn. You know, he just knew certain things about my family. And then when he said, you know, I'm, I'm very proud of you, you know, that when I walked away, I was like, that thing in my validation, but gave me that, like, you know what I mean? I had an older black gentleman yeah. telling me, like, yo, I'm proud of you. We've been trying to do this for 60 something, you know what I mean? Yeah, yes. you guys come and you, you know, I'm 46, but the other guys with me are a lot younger, and to have those younger guys with us, man, that that just gave me everything I needed to keep doing. Because yeah, I was worried. I'm not gonna lie. The, the, the police chief uh and the and the township put a lot of pressure on us about the peace, so I was worried. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, and what one of the things that um we quickly realized that it was like, yo, this is kind of. This, is, this was well thought out, was you guys mm-hmm. had the water stations uh, lined up along the way. And not only that, I don't know what uh, rank this officer was, but there was an officer walking in between, well, multiple officers walking in between the crowds and was just like, you good? You good? Is everyone you need water? There's water stations coming up. Like, just so positive. Like, he was genuinely happy to be a part of it. It wasn't like, you know, sometimes you see on TV, they're standing there like they're statues. And, you know, they don't want to act like they're participating or they don't want to have any, you know, relationship with, you know, the community in that sense when it comes to protest. But these guys, it was like they were just proud to be amongst right. us. It was amazing. Yeah. 
I couldn't believe that neither, man. I saw, I talked to all the, I talked to the cops. They were, they were posted at the, um, the waterworks building over there by the wharf. Yeah. Um, so we, me and Core had went over there before everything started just to meet all the officers, man. And every last one of them was very supportive, you know. And, and I, I listed all the police stations that were. There was every police station in the area had some type of officers out there. So mm-hmm. you know, they yep. came out, they supported us, they kneel with us. Now, and actually, like you talk about getting chills. Like when I watched the video of us, me talking and getting ready to have people kneel, and you hear um, the guy, the pastor Jamal, behind me, and he's like, "The cops are kneeling with us." And oh the yeah, crowd erupts. Yeah, you know, that's like <laughs> that right there is just. But but we knew, you know, we invited them to come out. Like we knew that we could have just behind the scenes been settling a protest, just went out in Bristol one day with thousands of people and just marched down the street. There's nothing they could do. Hmm. We included them, the officers and the police department, to show that unity. You know, mm-hmm. to say, hey, yeah, we're good. Yeah, you got some work to do, Bristol and Bristol Borough. But we support you, and you guys support us. Let's get out yeah. there together and let's do it together. And they. They was all for us, so you know. Shouts all the police departments. Even after, even after I had police on. This is me, Morris Derry. You know I mean, I had police officers coming up to me, thanking me, thanking me. You know, just say, "Yo, that was beautiful. Thank you for putting that together." The chief of police texts me and saying, "No, thank you for keeping your word." You know. Wow. You know, so that's that's you know that just shows that we did come together as a community. And like you're right, the cops were walking with us, and not the crowd. It was beautiful, man. And so, and so, you wake up and you're on the front cover of a local newspaper. What? What? How did you find out, or did you know that? Or I didn't know. That? Look, I woke up, man. My phone. I was. You know, I'm tired, man. My phone kept ringing, <laughs> ringing. I'm like, who's calling me, man? And it, but it was mostly my family, so I got start getting nervous. Like, yo, what's going on? So, you know, I finally asked my phone, like, yo, what's up? What's going on? They're like, yo, you're on the front page of the. Carrier time. I'm like, man, I'm going back to bed. <laughs> <laughs> so then I, I, I laid down for a little bit, and I was like, I think this sounds on the cover of the paper. So I called somebody, and they're like, I was like, yeah, somebody said I'm on the cover of the paper. They're like, I'm in the store right now. Let me look. Oh yeah, you are. So it was. I mean, That's I've been awesome. in the paper before for some stuff we did over there with the homeless. Um, so you know, but just that powerful picture that that guy took to put on there, yeah. you know, it does speak volume. If it was me or if it was you, or if it was, you know, anybody else it, it had the same meaning to it. So, you know, I don't get all, you know, you know, googly eyes for, you know, things like that. Um, the recognition for me is the people that came out. Um, that's what I'm more proud about. I'm all right. I'm going to be all right. You know, um, I don't really need no recognition for that in a say, yeah. you know what I mean? Um, but again, like just those the community, you guys and everybody else that came out, take out the police officers, take out the um, politicians that came out. District attorney came out. He was he didn't want nobody. And the reason why we didn't have any politicians speak, because we want them to come out and support us and not it be about them. Mm-hmm. You know, what I mean, it's election year. You know, you're going to get people out there to want to, you know, promote yourself, which is great, but wrong time. Yeah. So just having them come out and supporting us was amazing. But even you take out all the little officials just a community man yeah. like we had people come from all over like even if i try to do in a langhorn borough hopefully this weekend it's it's probably gonna be the same people that came from all over the place you know what i'm saying yeah so that's to me that's that's the joy for me that i was able to be a part of something with other people to inspire that many people and more you know absolutely and and i have seen you know certain protests i had seen certain 
you know, whatever, whether they're peaceful or not. And um, it just, it did, you're right. It did sometime, I felt like, you know, several politicians almost felt like they're taking advantage of that specific situation and trying to plug, you know, their ideologies. Or It's not time for that. Um, it's yeah. time to listen. It's time to listen. Amen, and, that's and, right. And there was, and there was, there was a couple politicians out there. Um, I, I, I'm sure there was more than what I saw. From what I saw, you know, I saw we saw a handful, and they participated in the walk, they participated in kneeling, they participated in the clapping and the cheering, and they all dispersed. And it was like at that point, everyone was legitimately equal. Like there was no hierarchy. Even the cops were amongst us. There was you no wanna, authority you figure there. You want to know something crazy? I'll share what you saw. I was saying that the district attorney was there, right? Yeah. So Matt Weintraub, our district attorney. So he was the same at the time, assistant district attorney, prosecutor that locked me up, man, sent me away for my five years. So wow. um, me and him walked back to the train station together and just having a conversation with him and, you know, him, you know, me, me and him already worked to network together through the Lower Bucks Drug Act and Alcohol Task Force. So I sit on that committee. But just for us to walk back and, and share this experience, that experience on Saturday was 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 more than merry because we both, you know, you know, we come from a past together. You know, he's been in my life, you know, he, you know, whatever. But um, that was a joy walking back because I was walking back trying to reflect now nowhere. Hey, Morris, can I walk with you? Oh, sure. As a district attorney, you know, so that was a powerful walk. We had a great conversation, you know, and we're going to follow up and and hopefully be able to get my mentorship program out here in Bucks County and hopefully change some lives, man. So uh, hopefully that was a good Saturday, but people understand too. Saturday was a March. Oh, I don't know if that's going to be a question. What do we do next? But I'll wait then. Is that a question? <laughs> no, 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 no. It, 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 I mean, that was my next question. It was kind of like now, now that we're getting some, you know, now that we're hitting some ears and the message is landing, um, it's almost like, you know, what can be done now? Where do you go from here? How do you how do you reach a more harmonized equality and justice system? I'm going to tell you, you know, we have to us us people of color have to go out to these town hall meetings, be a part of these meetings. You know, um, the, I think one of the pastors said it um, a couple of times, like if we don't get out there and and have our questions or and be a voice, they're just going to make up their own rules. You know, with thing policies, they call, I would say. You know, on a professional way, their policy. So we got to get out there in the community. You got to like us. So going forward, I was going to say like the march wasn't it. We knew as planning this march, like okay, we do a march. That's great. But then what? We can't. We can't just like oh, we did a march and then, you know, going about our lives. So we we're committed. We had like we had our community meeting before the march with the community. What's your concerns? We got concerns from Bloomsdale. We got concerns from um, the borough. We got concerns from the township and all these areas. So now is our goal to sit down and go with, go to these people and, and, and tell them our concerns, you know, and then follow up with the community and then keep doing that. But at the same time, inspiring people to go out to, the, to those town hall meetings that are open to the, open to the public. Every, every, I don't know if it's once a month in Bristol Borough, but they have town hall meetings that you can go to. Mm -hmm. And um, the, the, the township guy said it too, like, you know, no person of color goes to these meetings. You know, so that's one, getting out there and, and um, being a voice and continuing to spread the awareness of racism. This ain't it. You know, um, 
our our country has a long way to go, man. Um, I hope that we never see this type of thing that happened with George Floyd again. But that was caught on video camera. You know, this happens every day. That's not caught on somebody's cell phone. Mm-hmm. So, um, it probably happened today somewhere. You know, it's it, it may continue. So we got to keep you know reaching our children. My daughter's my daughter's uh, biracial. She's half white, half black. You know, you, we got to educate our kids. We got to stay stay doing that. I don't care if you're white, black, Puerto Rican, Mexican. I don't care who you are. You know, um, racism is is destroying our country. It's going to keep us divided. Uh, when everything's going on now in our country, this is 2020, man, been a rough year for all of us. We got it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And yeah. I think I'm hoping that this, <clears throat> this was it. You know what I mean? Like, can, all right, let's get the rest of the year. Let's, let's do something positive. And, 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 you know, I've been seeing all these comments, man, um, racial comments. And it's just like, like you said in the beginning, like, damn, man, like yeah. we're still with it. Like, have we learned anything? Like, so again, going forward, man, we we plan on just staying in the community, man. You're not gonna Saturday wasn't the last time you're gonna hear about us. Hmm. You know what I mean? And for my own organization, now that's partnering with them, but for no more pain itself, um, I'm starting my own uh committee that's gonna deal with racial issues in the community. So if you know people who wanna hop on that committee, please send them my way, you know what I mean? Oh yeah, no, absolutely. Um yeah, and absolutely, you're right. You know, uh, you know the protest. I mean, we're still in the beginning stages of all this, um, but but you're absolutely right. It's like you we can't have the attention, everyone's attention, and then not do nothing with it. Right. We have to right. go to these town hall meetings. We have to continue to organize and and put all those energies in a in a in a positive direction. That's going to implement real change at, at a systemic level because. Once you start separating or like, oh, yeah, that was awesome. We're high-fiving each other. But, you know, we don't do any action after that. Um, it's just not that it was pointless, but it was like you didn't really take advantage of the moment. Right. Um, so, so, all right. So what I, we all have, well, we all have kids, you know, here. Um, our, all of our kids are biracial, too. Um, so what 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 do you want the future to look like for our kids? I actually I think all of our kids are around the same age. I have a six year old, a two year old, all the way up to Miguel as a thirteen year old. Our future man needs to look like it does now, but with some peace, love, and happiness, man. You know, what I mean, it's just, it's it's we just gotta, you know, like again, get if we get our kids, you know, what I mean, you know, if we get to reach our kid, my daughter's four years old. If she has really no idea what's going on right now. Sure, you know, what I mean. Um, but she needs to know in a sense, you know, yeah. and the white kid next door needs to know. And the Mexican guy across the street, I, I live in a, you know, area that has, you know, my neighbors, everybody's mixed. Everybody's different race around here. And if, if my daughter can hang out with the white kid next door, with the Puerto Rican guy next door, and, you know what I mean? The, the world yeah. can do that. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So we get our kids now, you know what I mean? It's going to, our future looks great. Yeah. Um, but if we don't and we just keep teaching our kids hate. So when the other day, yesterday, I made a thing like, you know, we all got to, you know, own up to to how we're going to be different. You know, as a black man, us, us black people of color, we have to be different, man. We have to be different to each other. Um, black on black crime is crazy. 
mm-hmm. you know. Um, but it doesn't excuse um, for police brutality. It doesn't excuse for nothing that goes on like that. But us too, as people, we have to take accountability um, for our, how we are with ourselves. Like, well, I'll give you an example. Somebody, one of the complaints in the community was taking the cameras out of Bloomsdale. And then where, you know, somebody was like, well, you know, when the crimes happen out there, nobody wants to report them. So that's probably why the camera's out there. So, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? It's taking accountability for ourselves because not everything you see is racially intended. You feel yeah. me? Yeah. And I know that. And if we don't understand what's ra- what's racially intended, what's not, we're going to be divided. You know, there's good cops. There's bad cops. Man, I'm friends with a lot of cops, you know. Um, there's racist white people, there's not. There's racist black people, there's not. You know, mm-hmm. if we teach love more and, and not hate, we'll have a better tomorrow, man. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love it. Um, so, so what do you have to say to the person who claims to be busy and doesn't have time to organize, uh, you know, events like this? And even if it's not a protest walk, but but jump into the community and, and go to town hall meetings. What, what do you have to say about making time versus, you know, the excuse of being always busy? Look, man, if you, we don't want to keep going in these situations, man, and being in these situations and we don't want to be looked at different when we're in our community, whether we're dealing with a, a police brutality in our, you know, or just on a normal day, you know what I mean? Uh, if we don't want to keep dealing with those things in our community, whatever community you're in, you have to get out there and talk about it. You can't stop. Yeah, you know, be your voice. You know, I want to go to Wawa on in, in the Bristol borough, which you can do now. And you, when you see a cop, you're you know, hey, hey, officer, whoever, hey, Marsh, you know, that relationship there. You know, mm-hmm. um, I remember going to Wawa in Bristol and you'd be like 13 cops in there by the coffee machine. You know, you feel a little intimidated. Yeah. You know, you mm-hmm. go to get coffee. There's all these police, you know, around the coffee machine, chilling <laughs> and talking. You get intimidated. I'm, I'm a big guy. I still get intimidated. You know, right. it's like, whoa, you know what I mean? Because they and there, cause there's no interaction, you know. Mm-hmm. They're not. Hey, how you doing, sir? You know, you know. What I mean, there's no. Or you're and we're not. Hey, officer, how you guys doing? Today? Be safe out there. There's none of that. Yeah, you know you're right. I mean? you're right. When we see more of that relationship, that will that will definitely bridge the gap that we see. So we got to get out there. Everybody, guys, has to get out there and think for themselves. Like, what can I do to help bridge that gap, the racial gap that we see that keeps us divided? You know what I mean? How can Absolutely. we bridge? As you, like you, me, um, you know, I mean, how can we personally yeah. do our part? And as long as you're doing your part, man, you can't control nothing else, man. Mm-hmm. If everybody does their part, man, the world will be a better place. Uh, Goose, Gabe, you guys were there. You, you did you want to interject? You want to say you know anything about your experience on Saturday? It was just, yeah, I'd love to hear it. It was just amazing, like seeing like this the the unity of like the community, the way it came together, like, yeah, we're going down the the little neighborhoods and just everybody coming out and, you know, having signs, you know, even, I think even the local neighborhoods were giving out water and stuff like that too. Just like seeing yeah. everybody come together and, you know, and then just, like I said, like the sea of people just swarm, like swarming around the, 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 right. the statue at it was the end. Crazy. It's like, it's like it, it was just an endless amount of people. And it was, it was crazy to see the, the, how yeah. the community came together that way. Definitely was. Absolutely. Yeah, no, for me, it was it was it was crazy when um, first of all, we had I live on Radcliffe Street. So we piled up a car full of people. I drove everyone to the to the train station, dropped them off, came back, dropped the car off and walked back up. And that was like a matter of like five minutes. Yeah. And there was probably when we went there. There was when I dropped everyone off. I don't know. There's a couple hundred people. But then when I walked back up, it was like 
in a matter of like minutes, it was like the whole parking lot was flooded with people. I'm like, holy smokes. It was crazy. Then walking down like from Beaver, as soon as we hit that corner of, of Bath, uh, of uh, Buckley Street, dude, I got like the chills because like us as kids, we're, we're, we're born and raised like in Bristol or whatever. So we, we know all the streets and we know what streets always have issues. And we know like, so, and then just walking down like, like Jim said earlier, walking down Buckley Street, you see like the, the, the elderly, like yeah. uh, black women out there with the signs and just like, you could see there were like the sign of relief for them. Like they're like, they obviously they're, they're a little older, so they couldn't do the actual walk, but they're like, we were kind of their legs for them. You know right. what I mean? And, and there's their, their voices were on a piece of paper that like, you know, it was like, dude, I got, I was, it, it was real, real. Just walk down Buckley Street it was super emotional for me. And then we come up Bath Street, and I thought we were like in the beginning of the pack. Dude, we get to that that hill, sure. and there was like a sea of people up there. I'm like, what? Where did everyone come from? <laughs> it was like, yo, seriously, we were like kind of pretty much in the front of this of the, and then like, and then I look back, and there were still people just hitting their corner from Buckley to Bath, and I was like, geez. And then there's just people coming from side streets just right, jumping in. Right, I'm right. like, yo, and it was like never ending, dude. It was never ending, and it's like. That's that's awesome because like Bristol is a small knit town and it's it's a melting pot of every every kind of race like it really is and then it's so small that everyone knows each other like whether it's good or bad but everyone knows each other almost on a personal level so like to support where there was like no like there was nothing everyone was equal like Jim said everyone was equal like whether it was just our leaders of town like everyone was equal and everyone was supported and everyone had the same intent. Right. And dude, that's like crazy. Like that's that's like, I mean, I don't know how often that happens, but it was like crazy for that like that time. And then like you, you, you did an amazing job with like just conducting the whole thing, being super organized. Everything was really really punctual. Like I'm like a punctual type person. Like dude, I was like I didn't know if I was gonna be able to stay the whole time because I had something else going on, I had another engagement. But dude, everything was so on point that I was able to stay the whole throughout the whole thing and, and go into my. But dude, it was like it definitely is an experience. And then me, obviously, having a business in town, and like hearing some stories of people like, "Are you afraid? Are you?" I'm like, "No, like I gotta, you gotta trust everyone. Yeah. Like right. I know where my heart is, and in my heart, I feel like everyone else should be feeling the same way, you know. So if I'm not gonna do damage, I'm hoping these guys aren't gonna do damage. Yeah. You know what I mean? So right. it just, it was like, yeah, it was, it was like a whole like crazy, something. Ugly. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was something that's like freaking. <laughs> I went I went and talked to some business owners on Mill Street days before we did it and voice, you know, listen to their concerns. And I looked every last one I was able to talk to in their face. I was like, you're overthinking this. For sure. You know, yeah. whoever's going to come out, if you keep the reason I kept every post I said, I say peaceful protest. Any video I put peaceful, 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 peaceful. I'm already putting that. I know what I was doing. I'm already throwing that word peaceful out to every single person that may come may share my whatever that yo this is a peaceful march you know what i mean and if you if you come and most majority of the people are peaceful it's gonna they're gonna they're gonna push out now somebody told me one of the officers said there was two people in the back of the crowd who had up, upside down flags on chanting but the crowd of people pushed them out kind of you know what i mean yeah, they yeah. Handle and that's why that's why if you always promote peace you know peace is going to come now, what we've seen in a lot of these cities is not organized events. These are people just, exactly. oh, let's go protest. Exactly. And then you get out there, you protest, and then you got your 
stragglers that come in and start doing the damage and all that. Make sure whatever piece of protest you try and do look there. If you organize it, take a minute. All right, let's organize this. Let's do this right. Let's cover everything. We covered everything down to picking up trash at the end of it. Yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? And awesome. when I went down there, five, not even five minutes after people left, the whole place was clean because the community took their trash with them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Everybody cleaned up. And so, man, I'm telling you, there's nothing about Saturday that anybody can take away from any of us. Not That's right. All. Not at all. Right. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. And like I said, it was, it's still carrying this buzz. I, I don't even know what you call that, but it's it called, just, it's called, no, it's called, man. It's called making history. We did something historic. Again, it should be written in the Bristol Borough historic book. You know what I mean? And you, the reason why you guys get the chills and feel like that is because you guys played a part in this historical moment. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That's all that feeling is, you know, that's your own personal pride. Like you got out there, you guys walk, people walk with us, you know, again, like I was going to get, a, I was going to get a sign that said, I can't breathe, get 50 of my friends. And I was going to walk down Mill Street. That was my first intention, yeah. Yeah. you know, for me to, you know, do that. But I have thousands of people behind me, dude, it's not, it, it's mm -hmm. not, it, that wasn't for me. That was for you. For you guys, for you, 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 and people around me, man, and it, and it worked out fine. So don't worry. Those those things that you guys are feeling, like a lot of people have told me they're feeling the chills, and I can't believe it. That's because you guys were a part of making history, and it went so well that it should be in a history book. Absolutely, absolutely. Well said. Well said. Yeah, it's awesome. Awesome. All right. But so before I leave, though, before yeah. I leave, though, again, I gotta thank the concerned pastors of Bristol. I yes. gotta thank. Um, Freedom Neighborhoods One out there in the terrace. I gotta thank Yana. Um, you are not alone. Cora, all the volunteers that helped put this together. It wasn't just Mars. I had an idea, and they took it, made it happen with me. Um, so I gotta thank them, man. Um, and look and tell you, I'm, tonight I'm posting a bunch of pictures we did yesterday at a photo shoot out over there. Uh, you'll, you guys will meet the team, man, and definitely, definitely, man. I can't wait to uh, come on again about some, hopefully. Some more positive stuff with a positive uh, background to it. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Well done, Morris. Sure. Well done, man. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We appreciate you, man. Uh, so glad we're able to be part of history, man. Thank you again. Thank you, guys. Uh, absolutely, absolutely. All right. Uh, so you know that that was all of our questions. That was a great conversation. Thank you for joining us. Do you have any closing words or parting words? Man, look, man. Just again, man. Um, I'm really thankful, man. Um, I really appreciate you guys, everybody who came out and supported us. We really honestly thought that maybe 500, 700 people, what we collectively thought we would get out there. And, you know, just to see thousands of people come out there to, together, man. It's not even what we wanted, you know, just what they wanted to. It, it's beautiful, man. So people, I just want people to know that um, tomorrow change is going to happen. Tomorrow change will come. You know, we just keep fighting that and keep working hard. At it. And if we do fall into these times where, you know, these times again in the future, man, you know, collectively as a together as a country, we should come together, man. I wish our leaders, you know, up in the White House were as as sympathetic to um, these issues as the Americans are. Um, but we can't control that person. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. we, can, we can't control ourselves. So just 
find peace in your heart and peace in your thoughts and peace in your actions, man. If if you if you already live like that, pass that on to somebody else. Teach that on to somebody else. So I'll leave you with that. And um, we I'll, if you are following me on No More Pain page, follow me. I'll I'll put information up there after our meeting tomorrow if we're gonna do something in Langhorn Borough. But definitely come up there. There's a lot of Black history in Langhorn. Um, so I'll I'll keep you guys posted on that. And again, I appreciate you having me on the show. Those who listen to you, man, I support you guys. And I need to get a T-shirt. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. All yeah, right. man. I keep I'll, 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 everywhere I go, I see your T-shirts. I'm like, I keep forgetting to text them. I'm like, yo, I need a T-shirt. So I, I saw a few of your T-shirts. Uh, I think one or two, when they were with your crew, had your T-shirts, I thought. So oh, yeah, yeah. Everywhere yeah. I go, I'm in select, though. I see some of your T-shirts. I keep thinking. <laughs> I got reach out to these guys, man. Mm. But I appreciate it, man. I'll come on your show anytime you want. Um, You know, just whatever, man. I appreciate you guys, man. Truly, I mean that. Thank you. Thank you. All right. We like to wrap things up by quotes, and they're both by Harriet Tubman. The first one goes, if you hear the dogs, keep going. If you see the torches in the woods, keep going. If they're shouting after you, keep going. Don't ever stop. Keep going. If you want a taste of freedom, keep going. And the second one is... I had reasoned this out in my mind. There was one of two things I had right to, liberty or death. If I could not have one, I would have the other. No More Pain Part 2. In this episode, we have special guest Morris Derry. We cover topics that range from police brutality, systemic racism, equality, peaceful protest, and much more. We wrap the episode up with quotes from Harriet Tubman. Awesome. Guys, thanks again for joining us. The Rotated Views podcast was produced for self-development purposes. Huge shout out to our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by the Blessed Lifestyle brand. That is BL3SSED.com. Also sponsored by The Motivation Files Unleashed. This motivational mixtape will be your fuel for success. Available on all platforms. Guys, don't forget to visit the website, JimmyLeeVelez.com. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Rotated Views. If you have any inquiries or questions, email us at info at JimmyLeeVelez.com. On behalf of myself and the rest of the crew, we wish you massive success. Stay blessed.